When you're involved with a cluster B, you may feel like you not only lose your identity, but you lose your inner voice. Welcome to this podcast of My Inner Torch. Losing your inner voice, what does that mean exactly? Well, for me, it means not speaking up. It means not being able to really express myself with my wife of over 20 years, who I suspect has a cluster B personality disorder. Trigger warning to those who suspect that they have BPD or have been diagnosed with BPD or those who are narcissists or suspect they are. This podcast is not going to give you solace. It might give you an understanding into the damage that you inflict on those of us who are nons, those of us who are survivors, but this is not a podcast for people with a cluster B personality disorder to listen to. So inner voice, sometimes that can be misinterpreted as reactive abuse. A lot of us do react. We explode. We get to the point where we are saturated by the abusive behaviors of our cluster B and we explode. We get angry. And what's interesting is, is that this past weekend, uh, I find that I'm finding my inner voice. And by that, I mean, I'm actually speaking up for myself. I live in the Northeast portion of the United States. We received a lot of snow and we live on a hill. And so sometimes it's very difficult for me. I do have a truck and I do have four wheel drive to actually get up the drive. And so I, at my wife's urging, did try to come up my drive coming home from work the other day and I couldn't make it. So long story short, I was stuck on the drive and I needed to dig myself out. Well, my wife volunteered to assist me, which is already opportunity number one for potential bullying on her part to tell me and micromanage me what to do. So as we were walking down the drive, I was pushing um, my shovel ahead of me and kind of pushing the snow off the drive. And she basically made a nasty comment. Well, why would you want to do that? That's going to make the drive more slick. Why are you doing that? And I turned to her and normally I would have gone into jade mode. I would have justified my actions. I would have argued my position. I would have defended my position and I would have explained myself. And I just looked at her and said, look, if you're going to criticize what I'm doing, you know, from the get-go here, you may as well just go back into the house. I don't need your help. And it was interesting because she kind of took a step back and she was surprised by my reaction. And of course, what followed was the silent treatment because I told her, I told her something she didn't want to hear. I actually stood up for myself. That's finding your inner voice. And a lot of us are concerned about doing that because finding your inner voice may actually result in you screaming back, striking back, going into jade mode, defending your position, raising your voice. But a lot of us then start to think, well, gosh, is that reactive abuse? Am I now abusing the abuser? But you have to remember that cluster Bs or toxic people in general, they deliberately trigger you into reacting to their abuse. 
In other words, they do or say something obnoxious, you react, and then they act innocent and ask you what your problem is. But you shouldn't be dissuaded from speaking up for yourself. Now, again, I'm not trying to, I guess, encourage you to pick a fight, you know, with your cluster B. That's not what I'm encouraging you to do. I'm not encouraging really for you to do anything that you're not comfortable with. But you have to understand that cluster Bs emotionally bait you. What is emotional baiting? Well, emotional baiting is to bait someone intentionally, making them angry by saying or doing things to annoy them. Baiting or emotional baiting is a provocative act used to solicit an angry, aggressive, or emotional response from another individual so that they can become the victim. That's frequently how cluster Bs position themselves. They are always the consummate victim. They're never at fault. So as I said, as a result of me standing up to my wife with this, this digging my, my car out, she became, she gave me the silent treatment. As we were walking down the hill, I could sense that she became withdrawn because she didn't want to hear the fact that I told her, look, if you're going to be this way, then don't help me. I don't need your help. So as she was walking down the hill, I found myself trying to make conversation with her. And then I stopped because I realized what was going on. And this is part of finding your inner voice. When you start to recognize what they're doing and you stop reacting. So my wife was giving me the silent treatment. And in fact, at one point I did say to her, are you listening to me? And she wasn't. She was trapped in her own world, putting together her own version of what had just transpired. And no doubt, I'll probably hear about it at a later time that I said something nasty to her, that I was mean to her in some form or fashion, when I was only standing up for myself. This comes back to the emotional intelligence or the lack thereof of the cluster B. They are not emotionally intelligent people. They're emotionally retarded people because their development was arrested back when they were young, at a very formative and important age. They were, they were abused, perhaps. They encountered a lack of love. And so they just don't know how to react to situations. It's either black or white. So my wife was helping dig out my car. She was ignoring me. And I accepted that. And I didn't feel like I had to repair the situation. I didn't feel the need to apologize. And so when she was done, she basically just took her stuff and started walking up the hill. And I said, that's fine. I'm going to let it go. I'm not going to run after her. I'm going to free my vehicle, which I did, park it at the bottom of our drive, which I did. And then interestingly enough, she called me and said, were you successful? And I'm waiting for you up here at the Y in our driveway where it goes off to another household. And I'll be waiting here for you, which I found kind of odd because when she left, I thought she was going to go back to the house and continue with the silent treatment. But somehow, some way, I think she reset herself. And I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that I actually stood up to her, that I didn't start to go into jade mode and I didn't really encounter or I didn't invoke reactive abuse. You have to be careful and you have to be careful in questioning your response. If you have a strong response, if you escalate the response, then you could actually say that it is reactive abuse, but it is justified. I think that a lot of us feel guilty 
because we are empathic. We feel like we've overstepped our boundaries, but you have to understand, you know, you're just reacting and you can't hold yourself to feeling guilty for standing up for yourself. And that's part of finding your inner voice. My inner voice has been silenced for years because obviously being codependent, I was always concerned that the outcome may not be what I want if I stand up to somebody. If I actually challenge somebody, then that person may not like me. That person may react in a way of the silent treatment, which kills a lot of us inside. We can't figure it out. It's the power of silence. It's a very powerful thing. It takes the air out of a room. When somebody doesn't react to you, that's called gray rocking, by the way. Gray rocking, which a lot of people recommend that you do when dealing with a cluster B. You gray rock them. You don't speak to them. You just let it be. Do I agree with gray rocking? I don't know. My jury is out on that because I'm not really sure that that helps because we all know how the silent treatment and how we feel when it's invoked on us, when it's practiced on us, when the cluster B ignores us, it drives us crazy. So gray rocking also involves responding with one word, like a yes or a no, you know, not going into further detail. And that really goes to what I've always said about the jade mode the justifying, arguing, defending, and explaining. Finding your inner voice encompasses feeling good about yourself, knowing that you have the confidence to stand up for yourself, no matter how they they react. doesn't matter. You're actually defending your position if it is a position worth defending, if you're not being emotionally baited into a conversation, being drawn into a conversation with your cluster B. Remember, you never win. I didn't win the argument, so to speak, but I did make my position known. And I also basically rejected my wife by saying, look, if you don't, you know, if you're going to continue to be negative about this and you're going to criticize me, don't help me. There is a rejection in there by telling her to go away. And that's the last thing that a narcissist and or a borderline wants to hear because they have issues with rejection. You don't reject them. They reject you. Myinnertorch at gmail.com. I appreciate your responses. I got a lot of responses about the apology in my previous podcast. If you haven't listened to it, please take a moment to do so. You know, I, I think that that really struck a chord with a lot of people for me to be actually even I guess, adult enough to come up with the fact that perhaps I was making a generalization. I received a lot of emails basically saying, look, you don't need to apologize. Well, I felt that I did. I felt that it was necessary for me to say, look, I've been making generalizations and universal terms. So think about your inner voice and how that works for you. Have you silenced it? Or do you feel sometimes when you do react to your cluster B that you're being the abuser? They might say that you're being abusive. They may gaslight you into thinking that. That now you're the one. And this is why they behave the way they do. My wife has done that many times. In turning a situation in which her behavior is abhorrent into 
it being a reaction to my behaviors. So it's actually my fault. Falls into the play of the narcissist prayer. If I did do that, well, heck, you deserved it. So again, they're blame shifters. They won't take the blame for most things that they do. And if they do, well, then they did it because you deserved it. New episodes uploaded every single Friday, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Do me a favor and please leave me a five-star review on whichever platform you happen to be listening to this podcast. It really does help spread the word. And at the end of the day, that's what I want to do. I am not a professional therapist, psychologist, or psychiatrist. I'm just a survivor, just like you, just trying to help people understand my position and perhaps give them some solace and comfort in knowing that they're not alone. Be well, and in whatever you do, be good. Till next time, this has been my Inner Torch. (laughs) 